And we're live. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca, and today we have Vic joining us from Canada. How are you, Vic? Not too bad. Kind of embarrassed, actually. <laughs> embarrassed about? Yeah, sorry. Alexa, quiet. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I went over to the coffee shop today to buy a coffee. And um, on my way back, um, I took a tumble. Oh. I kind of fell. And, and were you using that your was, cane or a dog? Uh, no, I was using my cane. Okay. But I was, uh, I, um, I fell and it wasn't a big deal because I fell on my ass. Uh, and my ass is pretty padded. Um, having said that, I also bought a donut for my daughter. Um, and it's a sour cream donut. And we actually have those here. I don't know. if Do you guys have sour cream donuts down there? Are you talking about all oh, the donuts you eat? I thought you were talking about a donut from your rear end. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a sour cream donut. Um, it's actually a sour cream donut. I don't they have sour cream donuts because honestly i've been trying to keep my health in mind for probably 30 20 years now uh -huh. and so i stopped really checking out donuts a long time ago i have donuts probably once a year now you know probably. ironically the sour cream donut is probably one of the healthier ones <laughs> really yeah it's but like having said that having butter. said that my coffee now tastes like sour cream donut okay is that a good thing no it's not okay. you have no idea it tastes really bad <laughs> but so it's coffee you after you fell though vic are you okay did you hurt your rear end no 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 god forbid no i like i said the the embarrassment was more painful than the actual fall so i'm very disappointed in myself I'm glad you didn't hurt yourself. I fell on my rear end and broke my tailbone in uh, 2017 or 18. I don't remember. Well, how how high were you falling from? Um, Several feet or not, maybe eight feet, but I was in motion at the time. Right. And I think that made it worse. Well, yeah, I would so, say like, I eight feet. I, mean... I fell on my tailbone and I... I fractured my tailbone and then that was on Thursday. And then on Sunday I flew to Orlando for the NFB convention and right. I did the convention with a fractured tailbone. So, Oh, wow. But no, yeah. I mean, my fall was barely three feet. So, mm -hmm. you know, I just fell from my legs down, mm -hmm. but uh, no, like I said, embarrassment is really harsh to get over, <laughs> yeah. but um Especially since, you know, I've been walking that route for like 20 years now. So you'd think I'd get used to it. Well, that that's probably the problem. You probably have gotten used to it, so you don't pay as much attention. So you had an accident. That's it. That's it exactly, maybe. Well, I mean, my wife says that light standard was there and has been there for a while. I don't believe her. I think they just put it in when they put in the new intersection. But uh, alas, <laughs> she's yelling at me. Yeah, it was always there. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless of whether or not it was always there, I'm glad you're okay, my friend. Well, thank you. I'm I'm happy you're glad. Um, 
So you wanted to talk about your film festival or your film feature? Yeah, I did a I did a um, f- the Friday film feature today on uh, a documentary. Mm-hmm. And this documentary is not described. Uh, and quite honestly, it doesn't need any description because it's narrated all the way through. Which and I'm sorry. Which documentary is it? Uh, it's called Oliver Stone's "The Untold History of the United States." Okay. And it's currently streaming on Apple TV, Google Play, and the Microsoft Store. Okay. And can you tell us what it's about? Yes, it basically covers the history of the United States from the 1920s, well, from World War II until the 2000s. Actually, I think it goes as far as 2010. But there's a couple of prologues that start off from the Spanish Spanish Civil War, I think it's called. Is it? Yeah, something like that. Uh, some type of Spanish war. But uh, it goes as far back as that. But a lot of it is due to, uh, based on, uh, well, leaked uh, documents that have been released mm-hmm. from, you know, the government, from WikiLeaks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Oliver Stone pretty much put it all together and created this this documentary. He not only uses archival sound, but the quotes that he he actually quotes from the texts are actually played, uh, reenacted by actors. Oh. So it's really good. Um, how long? Is so it? I'm sorry. Do you know how long it is? Uh, it's a twelve part miniseries. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, each part is divided into different periods. And the one thing I noticed is that your American government is no better than the conquering Romans. Some of our government may have actually been based on... No, all of your government has. Yeah. Even right down to Barack Obama. Barack Obama based on the Roman system? (laughs) Well, no, no. I'm saying his tactics. And I'll tell you why. The best part of this documentary is that it's bipartisan. Mm -hmm. It does not uh, give any particular president uh, more kudos than others. Okay. In fact, it, it puts down all of the presidents. Uh, well, actually, it's it kind of doesn't with Roosevelt. It actually lauds Roosevelt. But um, having said that, uh, yeah, it really goes down all the way down to Barack Obama and and the lies he made, the lies he said. Right? Rather, on Netflix or where did you say it's at? I'm sorry. Where is that streaming at again? Uh, Apple TV, Google Play, and micro the Microsoft Store. Okay. Yeah. But like I said, I mean, you complain about living under a guardianship for 15 years, and it seems like you guys are still living under that guardianship. 
the only difference is you're doing under the federal government. Well, yeah, we're, this is a, that's, that's what I've, I've talked about that in previous videos, how this socialist nightmare that has descended upon us is a lot. But like it, you know what, you know it's what, like here's living in a communist nation. Here's the like thing. It, it talks about what Russia was like before the Americans got their grubby hands on it. And it was amazing. Even China, which had a mix of both uh, democracy and communism. And, you know, it's like they were thriving. Communism and cap. Did you say. uh, You said communism and. uh, Democracy. Democracy. How did China have a combination of communism and democracy? Uh, sorry, I think democracy is the wrong word. I think it's capitalism. So how do they have a communism combination of communism and capitalism? Because they're kind of opposite. They kind of are, but half of the state, half of parts of of the country were uh, based on the capitalist system, and Did parts. They have two different rulers then. I'm sorry. Did China have two different rulers during that time? No, same ruler. It was, was the same the, type of community. So who was the ruler and was he communist leaning then or was he It's always been the one uh, the one ruler. Oh. Always. Oh. Yeah, it's a, like kind of like the president uh gets elected every so often. I and the other thing, I didn't know that Roosevelt served for 12 years. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. I I think it was after his term or his service that they enacted, I don't remember which amendment it is to make it so presidents can only serve two consecutive terms or serve yeah. two period, I think. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I'm looking, I've, I was listening to it, and it says that back in World War II, the U.S. had a total of 128 bases worldwide. Now the number of bases is over 1,000. And that's aside from the 6,000 bases already located in the U.S. borders. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a huge expansion. Yes, it is. And I wonder why our our military's presence has expanded so much. I think it's yeah. really suspicious. And why are the American people paying for these these massive expansions just so our government can put their influence out into more of the world and right. more of the world? And I honestly believe it has to do with uh, money, profits. Yeah, money and power and the deep state mm. and their agenda. And yeah, it's exactly. All, and, all. and uh, you know, Martin Luther King, uh, and this is a quote that's actually featured in the movie, uh, in the series rather, uh, Martin Luther King said that a country that spends more on military defense than does on social uplifting is bound to be to fall eventually. Oh yeah. And I believe it. Now what series was that in? You said the series. series? Right. It's it's the history of the United States. Oh it's the same series you're referring to? Same series, yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. Same series, yeah. But like I said, I mean, they use archival footage and and everything. So I love, I mean, hearing those voices from the past that I've never even heard of uh, was amazing. 
I mean, there was, I think there was a, a text that uh, one of the president, I mean, who came after, who came before Truman? I don't know. Um, Gino? Maybe Gino can pop in with the information. Huh. Do you know who was president before Truman? Well, regardless of that, one of the presidents. Hold on called... one second. I'll, I'll research. Yes, I asked, Alexa, who was president before Truman? Harry S. Truman was preceded as president of the United States by Franklin Delano Roosevelt. FDR. Okay. So who was after him? Alexa, who was president after Harry Truman? Harry S. Truman was succeeded as president of the United States by Dwight D. Eisenhower. Eisenhower? Huh, could be. But one of those presidents actually said Truman can't fart and chew gum at the same time. The one before him or the one after him? I, I think it was the one after. Um... So it was one of the ones. I mean, he had a dirty <laughs> mouth. So what is the point, though, that the president after him said that he can't fart and chew bubble gum at the same Because time? apparently Truman was a pussy. <laughs> well, I'm sure. A literal pussy that just stood by and let everybody else run the government. Similar to what's going on right now. In our well, yeah, essentially. Except the pussy. You might say that, that yeah. Empty-headed cowards. So. I mean, it, it talks about the Fourth Amendment and the Fifth Amendment might as well not be in, in, in your Bill of Rights yep. because you've got no privacy. Yep. And the government can pretty much take anything of yours without pro due process. Mm -hmm. that's what the government believes and that's what people are allowing because people are putting up with it i don't right. know how long it's gonna stand but yeah i know i mean the nsa uh, reads every email listens to every call i mean they even have words that they look out for and as soon as those words get spoken in a video or a telephone call whatever it all gets report recorded and, and some schmuck has to sit there listening to it all. Let's talk about some really interesting things and that, so, so that somebody has to sit around and listen to. Yeah, no, you should definitely listen to it. I, I couldn't stop <laughs> listening to it at, uh, after the first episode. Oh, yeah. I, I'm definitely going to look into it and I encourage my viewers to as well. Yeah, definitely. And don't forget to watch the Friday film feature on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? Okay. And did you guys already record that then? It's already out? Uh, yeah, I was. I go live on Friday mornings. Oh, yeah. I guess you are, what, two or three hours ahead of me, I think? Uh, three hours, yeah. Three hours ahead of me, yeah. Mm -hmm. But okay. you had a topic, too, you wanted to talk about. I want to talk about President Biden's idiot, idiotic... Uh, He's trying to mandate masks and stuff across the nation. And some of the governors are standing up and saying no. And I just wanted to um, voice my opinion that Biden's in the wrong here. And I am totally in support of the governors who are standing up for our constitutional rights. Because it's important. So? And we need our sheriffs to stand up for our constitutional rights. And we need our uh, backing of all our law enforcement. Because... It, well, how, how, 
how do you feel Biden's in the wrong that masks should be mandated? Because it's unconstitutional. It's how a, so? It's a violation of our constitutional rights because he can't mandate that we wear masks. They can't mandate that you buy things. They can't mandate that you do anything. We're free in this country. Well, no, you're not. Oh, yes, we are. No, you're not. No, you're far from free. Well, they were not free at the moment, but we have constitutional No, no, rights. you were never. No, when that constitution was created, you were never free. Well, freer than other nations. That's, that's well said. I agree with that. Having but said that, honestly, though. I don't see there's a way for mankind to be free while he is well, living in Well, hold on, hold on. If you had a choice between letting COVID run rampant or just asking people to wear a mask instead of a shot, which would you prefer? I would ask people to use their common sense and take responsibility for themselves and their neighbors. That doesn't work, though. Oh, it does. No, it doesn't. That's the way we've always handled stuff here in the United States. No. This catastrophe. No, it doesn't work, Becca. Come on, wake up. Look at where your country is now. Yeah, and why are we at this point? Because, because people have been using common sense that they don't no, have. Nobody's been using common sense. Everybody's been, we've been a bunch of sheeple looking for a politician to give us the good advice. I mean, I haven't, but most people have. That's the problem. When you have mostly sheeple out there looking for the next, for somebody to tell them where to go and what to do, and you have people giving them bad advice. All the stupid shit we've heard from Fauci and all these other experts in the last 18, 24 months, however long it's been now, it's stupid. And that's what's put us in the situation because people follow that stuff instead of thinking for themselves. People are smart enough to protect themselves from a virus. People are smart enough to protect their children from a virus. We didn't need all of the shit that's gone on. Like what? What shit though? The, what shit the, has actually the, gone on? The, the unconstitutional way they forced us to, to shut down our businesses the way they stopped us from going and and shop, going and spending our money places and going out and fraternizing with our friends and going to church and the way they stopped us from going to college and the way they stopped us from saving our, our friends and neighbors and in, in, in health care and stuff. The way they did all of this, that's what, what I'm talking about. You know, that's I've been to this point, not the people who ha who were level headed and didn't panic and didn't give their free will over to the government. Okay, it but I have to tell you this: gave their free will over to the government that put us in this situation. The people who had just blindly followed them, the people who've turned on the TV every day and said, "Oh my God, look how many people have the virus! Oh my God." What is the government telling me to do today? I have to do what they're telling me to do because they're God and, and they're the only people I can trust. The government has convinced so many people that God's not real and they can't trust him. So people are turning to the government and that's what's put us in this situation. You know what? What? And that's another thing this documentary reveals that the U.S. government should stop Asking God to bless them and no one else. I don't think the U.S. government is asking God for anything. That's the problem. And they're they're taking away our rights to worship our God. 
No, they're not. They have been. Yes. No, because your constitution says so. You still have God in your constitution. Yeah, but they they've been taking away our rights to worship our God freely in the last eight years. No, they're not. No one no one has ever said you can't worship God. Yes. If anything, if anything, you you Americans went under in the last year and a half because they no longer had people going to them because they had to shut their doors. Because of COVID, sure. No, because of the way because the idiots American idiots. Look, I'm going it's to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Have a right. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to tell you this. Okay. I don't know how many protests I've seen. Black Lives Matter. Not me. Well, my daughter, my wife has told me because she's seen them. Okay. And and I can't see them, but I right. I understand them. I know them. what you mean. You you've gleamed this, right? Yeah. I mean, Black Lives Matter, uh, all kinds of protests, and nobody's fucking wearing a mask. Well, of course not, because it's all a load of bullshit. Because they're just trying to destroy America. So that tell me the, the attention from the beginning. Why do you think masks are being worn? <laughs> I don't know anybody, none of my friends that I know are even wearing masks. No, 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 no. Why do you think masks are being worn? I don't know if masks are being worn. No, I'm not asking you if they are. Some people may be wearing masks because some people may actually still believe that this thing exists. I don't know if any, I've been talking, like, I've been asking my sighted friends and they've been saying they're not seeing people wearing masks anymore. There's more and more people that are maskless. So I don't and know who you are. That may be why masks. COVID's rising again in the U.S. No, it's rising. Yes, the Delta variant is huge down there. Oh, I don't know anybody that's gotten the Delta virus. And I haven't seen it anywhere. You haven't seen it anywhere? Nope. Nope, I have not seen an inkling of it. I have not talked to anybody that's that's been affected by it. And I've asked lots of people. I ask everybody that I see. But because, what is the what is the NIH and CDC saying? Do you know? I don't care what the NIH and the CDC is saying because I stopped trusting them a long time ago. And I, I really believe most Americans aren't checking to see what the NIH and the CDC are saying anymore. I think most Americans have gone around their, about their own business now and they're taking care of their own health and their family's health. And, and, and the problem it. is, the problem, that's the problem. Why is that that's the problem? problem. People are so fucking selfish that they're looking after themselves and their families that they don't think about the next person down the road. By looking out for themselves and their families, they are looking out. For no, they're not. If they were, they would stay the fuck home. That's exactly what I'm talking about. When I go But nobody's home, staying home. Plenty of people are staying home. No, they're not. You just said people are going Why out without masks. Nobody's even going to work in America. Everybody's staying at home collecting unemployment. Nobody's going to work. Nobody's going out shopping and spending money. Think our economy is in shambles here. So don't you try telling me that bullshit. No. That's not bullshit. The fact is, no one is staying home. You just said everyone's going out without masks that you know. Did people you not have, say that? What I'm saying is people have gone 
about living their lives because people finally realized they had to go live their life. They had to stop staying at home and being afraid of this invisible thing they couldn't even see. So people have gone about their lives and people aren't wearing masks out there. When I go you can't out, see. Hold on. Hold on. When, I go to, when I'm out, I ask my, because I'm with a side with like somebody's driving me or whatever, right? I ask the driver. So do you see people in the stores and the restaurants and stuff wearing masks? No, nobody wears masks. Like once in a blue moon, I see somebody wearing a mask. That's what I'm hearing from people. And people you don't think that's a bad thing? That doesn't exist, Vic. Okay, because wait. Destroy our economy. Hold on, hold on. When was the last time you saw cancer? I, my grandpa died of cancer when I was 17. When was the last time you set your eyes on cancer? Vic, Vic. You can't see cancer. You can't see a heart attack. Just because you can't see cancer does not mean that this bogus virus that was trumped up to be this huge thing that had to force us to close down our businesses for a year and a half and destroy our children's future because of the, all the education that they lost and and the all of the depression and emotional problems our children are suffering and our adults, the mental breakdowns and all of this stuff, it's destroying my country and I'm tired of it just because of a little flu bug. It has to end. Okay, so you're discounting all the deaths that have happened up till now. Oh, what deaths? What do you mean, what deaths? They're not, they're no longer even talking about it anymore, Vic. Jesus, I hear it all the time on the news. Every day on the news. Oh, there are this many people dying of the virus. No, you don't even hear about it anymore, right? It's because they've done convinced everybody. No, they don't even need to work on convincing anybody anymore. So they're not even talking about it anymore because it's not really going on. Maybe oh. there were a few okay. deaths, but I don't believe it was to the degree that the media tried to portray. And I believe they did it because our politicians wanted them to do it, because they wanted to bring us to our knees. And I believe you, China was in on it. I will be the first one to admit the media does not tell you the truth. They sensationalize everything. Having said that, I am going to say that the fact is the flu kills people every day. Yeah, but you know, people die. Everybody is going to die someday. And people need to realize that if you get but, sick... But if you've got something that prevents death, wouldn't you use it? Yeah, but this hasn't prevented death. None of this stuff has prevented death. None I'm sorry. of this they made us do has prevented death we still have people dying and now we don't even have jobs we don't have our kids don't have an education our kids are hopeless a lot of our citizens are hopeless of all ages and, and our you think is not any better let me ask you something you think this is new we have a whole groups of people that are guinea pigs now they've fallen into these vaccine traps and now i'm so glad i didn't even start out with these vaccines because now I don't even know how many of these stupid booster shots I've heard about. Now, I think I've heard of two different series of booster shots that these poor people are going to have to go through. And I, I'm, I'm sure by now they're realizing that they're nothing but guinea pigs. And if I was them, I'd bail out right now and stop taking those stupid injections that the government's forcing on them or talking them into. But wait a second. Hold on. Do you sure. believe that all the stuff you're talking about is new to your country? 
it's no, been happening for you. decades. Yeah, but to this degree it has to stop. No, not to this degree. It's been happening for decades. I said, I said, yeah, maybe it has been happening for decades to some degree, but at this degree, it has to stop. This is ridiculous. Our country cannot withstand this. I'm okay. tired of, and they're only doing this because they're robbing us. Okay, let me ask you. Do you think COVID has shined a light on mental illness? No. I what do you mean, no? We had mental illness before COVID showed up. What the heck do you mean? COVID but a lot of people... Illness. No, COVID mean? has shined a spotlight on mental illness by saying, look at what these people have to go through. I think I think COVID may have shown, this, shown us that many people are susceptible to mental exactly. and emotional breakdowns under stress. Exactly. Before and COVID, yet you're still your government people. is still spending 1.6 billion fucking dollars out of 3 billion dollars on the military. What does that have to do with mental illness? Because See, they're taking it. care of the military but not their own. They're asking the people to go fight a fucking war in Afghanistan, in Iraq, in everywhere else. But what about themselves? What about their own country? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, because my thing's ringing. Um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Somebody's calling me on my iPad. Let me see if I can <laughs> get this to stop. Um. There we go. Okay. Now my home phone's ringing. Can you hear me? You know what? I think we needed that comedy relief. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. <laughs> Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. We'll hey, everybody. Great news. You can now get both of my books on Audible. My first book, Because You're Blind, is the story of how I went from that terrified little girl who woke up suddenly blind and brain injured at the age of 12 years old and then years later was locked down under an illegal and corrupt guardianship in the state of Montana for 15 years. It's the story of how I defeated all of that and overcame all of that. And then my second book, Changing My Perspective, is how I used my own thinking to empower myself to change my life after all of that. And now today, I am the founder and president of Blue Butterfly Enterprises, as well as host and creator of Becca's World on YouTube. And I have a lot of other great projects going on. But I just wanted to encourage you guys to check out the audible versions of my books because they're both good stories. And you can get, there's, I have some free downloads of each book available. If you email me at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com, I would be happy to send you a free download so you can check it out. Thank you so much for your time. And now back to the blind view. It's 10 or 1 a.m. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Who's calling me? Becca? Yeah, it's just a minute. Can you hear me? Yeah, Somebody I can hear you. Somebody's calling me. I'm sorry. I well, you've got a lot of boyfriends, honey. 
Oh, I'm sure it's the same person because I don't know who it is though, but could it, could it be an emergency? No, it couldn't be emergency. Anybody who would call me in an emergency would call me on my iPhone. It's somebody Good that point. doesn't even know me. It's some it's one of my followers who I've friended with because on my iPad, that's where I have my professional Facebook profile. Right. And so like they friend up with me and they're like, oh hey, I'll call my messenger. <laughs> and I thought I had my messenger notifications shut off, but obviously not. Yeah. Uh, Becca, I think we should at this point agree to disagree on the way the country is run and what we think about COVID. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're get. I mean, all things are heating up and yeah. let's be honest, it shouldn't at this point, we should be living our lives and looking for solutions. Right. Um, speaking of looking for solutions, we really should be thinking about our friends and family and our fellow Americans who are trapped over in Afghanistan right now, because they yes. really need solutions. Um, so um, if you're a praying person, I encourage you to pray for them. I've been praying for them nonstop. Um, if you, if you have the means to donate to I, I'm sure the Salvation Army is helping out over there. I know Glenn Beck is, is helping out over there and a lot of other people are helping out over there. If you have means to, to donate to one of those causes, I encourage it because our own government has chosen to pull out and not rescue the Americans that are trapped over there. So they're, they're running out of time because they're in the hands of the Taliban. And so are a bunch of dogs I found out. There's a bunch of dogs that were abandoned over there too that are starving to death. They're running wild. Really? Yes. It's horrific. They were they were dogs that were owned by the service members and stuff that were there that that were evacuated. And and so now the dogs are just running rampant and the Taliban is they're murdering the dogs and they're and the dogs are starving to death and they're getting, you know, it's it's awful what's happening to these dogs. And it's awful what's happening to the American citizens. But um, I just wanted to draw my viewers' attention to this stuff because it's still going on. It's been uh, a few days since it's really been on the TV, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Because our media has is trying to move on because the White House is trying to move on from what's going on in Afghanistan. But this situation in Afghanistan is an ongoing situation. Yeah, it doesn't stop. It didn't stop. just happen on that day, and it didn't just happen in that week. It's still going on. It'll be going on probably for years until we yeah. get until we are able to rescue everybody. I actually think our prime ministers uh, called an election to get away from that Afghanistan stuff. Yeah. Well, I think I think a lot of our allies are bailing out on us, as they should. I. Well, no. I mean, our 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 government has done the same thing as yours. Pretty much ignored the shit that's happened in oh. Afghanistan and the people that they need to help. Mm -hmm. And I think that's despicable. I mean, the fact is, if you can get the fucking people out, get them out. Yeah. And and the only one that can get them out is, like, the military with guns and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because the Taliban has guns. Now, now the Taliban is very well armed, thanks to Joe Biden. So now we do need our military to go back in there and rescue our people. Actually. Can, can you imagine the, the nightmare those people are going to be living? And... Who knows? Actually, the army goes back to Reagan. Tortured and and you know just human like crimes committed against their flesh for the rest of their lives. They could be, you know, I hate to say this, but as an author and a filmmaker, I could make some really 
exciting and really twisted movies and write some really twisted books, just imagining the stuff that women and children and men are going through over there and are gonna be going through. It breaks my heart. Those people have to be rescued. I cannot believe Joe yeah. Biden pulled out the way he did. Well, I mean, I think what Joe, the way he pulled out is wrong. You're right. Uh, but the arming of, of the Talamud in Afghanistan actually started way back in, during Reagan and Clinton. I mean, that's actually something that the documentary goes into. Do you hear crickets? Yeah. Where's that coming from? It's, 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 it's a ringtone. <laughs> Is that your ringtone? I didn't know if you had crickets at your house or if Gino was. No. To be funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know if you had crickets at your house or if Gino was trying to be funny by putting. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not an entomologist. <laughs> Well, so where I grew up, that sound, I heard that sound every night of my life where I grew up because we had, there were crickets where I was growing In up. Montana. Oh, yeah. And so every night when it got dark, you know, you'd hear the crickets. And So oh, you guys don't have that uh, crickets down there? Every once in a while I hear crickets here in Arizona, but it's not like every night like it was in Montana. Like in Montana, right. you'd hear, like the crickets made different sounds. Like I swear I know what a cricket sounds like when it's mating, right? Uh-huh. And and so they make different sounds when they're mating or when they're just calling their calling out to other crickets or if they're hunting or yeah. whatever, right? And uh -huh. so I that was interesting. I'd like. And to you remember. live you live right in Phoenix or outside of Phoenix? I live in I'm Mesa. Sorry? I live in Mesa. I'm about uh, thirty five minutes or I think twenty five minutes from downtown Phoenix. So. Oh okay okay. But we have like, um, you know. There's desert and stuff around us, so like we get scorpions and stuff, and yeah, all... yeah, yeah. I'd imagine snakes as well. No, I, you know, I'm sure there are snakes around here, but where I grew up, there were rattlesnakes. Yeah. And so I'm used to that. I'm I'm used to walking around in an environment where there may be rattlesnakes and and like yeah, the, no, the I mean, I'm not saying they're anything to be afraid of. I mean, I had friends that kept snakes. Oh, uh, I would maybe someday I'll get a pet snake. So. <laughs> Have you ever held a snake? Oh yeah. So after I went blind, this guy named Tim Tim Nicino, who had graduated from my high school, he was working at an a pet store or something in Haver, and uh -huh. he came to our school with these long pythons. I right. think they were eight feet long, and I remember I was holding one and. It like coiled around my neck and it was like going to, yeah. down my neck and then it went in like the I was wearing my jacket open and it uh -huh. coiled like went from my left shoulder ar around the back of my neck and then down my right shoulder and into the sleeve of my jacket and then it coiled oh itself. my I I don't know if my viewers can see it. and then it coiled itself around my my um, arm in my I was wearing my Letterman's jacket so it had big bulky sleeves and yeah so the snake it just went into my sleeve where it was warm and dark and it just oh my <laughs> yeah and like I asked him about it and he said that they weren't poisonous and that they wouldn't bite right so um and because he had the poison the poisonous things had been taken out of them so uh -huh. but yeah speaking of uh, speaking of warm and dark I should tell you my wife thinks you're very beautiful. Oh, well, 
thank you. I'm sure your wife is very beautiful too. Well, okay. <laughs> oh, I love her. Okay. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, she says you're a very beautiful woman. And she made out a point of letting me know that. What is your wife's name? Annabelle. Thank you, Annabelle. Um, I invite her to check out my YouTube channel if she likes and subscribe. Yeah. She's already subscribed, actually. Oh, cool. So um, I hope she likes my videos. Um, I, so, Being a woman myself, I I worry most about what other women think about me, right? I, I could really care less about what men think. Right. So knowing that your wife approves of my channel and likes me, I think that's cool. Well, let me ask you something. What? Do you do your own makeup? Do you even wear makeup? So I usually wear makeup. Um, I'm not wearing makeup today. I so I always do my skincare regimen on my face. Right. Um, and then sometimes I also I also put the stuff on that cuts back on my rosacea. Now I didn't do that today because my my skin was feeling pretty good. Some days I can my skin feels like it's on fire, so I just know that's a day when my rosacea is really bad. Right. So I do right. have some stuff that I can put on to cut back on the red from my rosacea. Oh yeah. Um, and then I have like foundation and all that stuff. Well, did you go on and watch my videos? I think last time I encouraged you to go on and watch some of my videos because I did a video about how I do. I did, makeup. but honestly, yeah. I don't do. I mean, I don't wear makeup. Like I own makeup, but I I I go to things where I would want to put makeup on maybe once a year, right? Yeah. And when yeah. it comes to doing makeup for my videos, I have my sister do that. You know, that way I don't get anything on my clothes that I'm wearing, right? And right, right. Covers. So, but yeah, I I am capable of wearing makeup. I just choose not to wear makeup. I, I focus on skincare and I want to, you know, if you haven't seen my my uh, my beauty videos that I did, um, I encourage you to go check them out because on the one that I did about skincare, I talk about the importance of skincare and it's much more important than wearing colors. And if you take, yeah. take care of your skin, you know, you get rosy look. colors in your cheeks and yeah. everything. And, yeah. and then your, your eyes are sparkling and your skin is, is healthy and it's vibrant and it's bright. And you don't need all of the colors to make yourself look pretty. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, that reminds me, I'm not sure if you heard, but we've got a couple, a few new shows on our channel now. Oh, which shows? Uh, are this Accessible Life with Victor Marquez. Okay. And what does he cover there? And that's on Tuesday. He's going to do, well, the way he does things in life. Uh, he's starting off with the Mantis Q40 uh, uh -huh. uh, tutorial and, and guide. And uh, he's going to do other videos as we go along. And we've got a new show called Learning Together, which Zoe is doing. Uh, and she's talking about uh, Mac products. Her first show is the difference between Mac and Windows. Can she and between Mac and Apple too? Uh, sorry. Would she be able to explain the difference between Apple and Mac too? Because, like, I remember in the eighties when I was introduced to the Apple computers at the school, and then oh. at some point they became Macintosh. And, well, know, they're both so they're both the same company. Okay, well, maybe. Yeah, I mean, Apple, Apple just, they just coined that Mac phrase and, and ran with it. But yeah, no, um, Mac is, is an Apple, 
but not all computers are Macs. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, she, her first episode covers the uh, differences between Mac and Windows. So is she going to talk about voiceover, too, since it's such a big part She of is, actually. Okay. Her second episode uh, is a starter for voiceover. Yeah, so um, people should check that out. And she's also done a couple of tips and tricks shows with a couple of product demonstrations, like a, I think it's a, I'm not sure if it's a bathroom scale or a kitchen scale. And can I ask how long Zoe's been using the Mac? uh, She's been using it for a while, actually. Uh, About, uh, I want to say five years or so. Oh, so she's probably really proficient on it. I bet she could. Probably- well, she want she. One of the things she talks about was how hard it was to get help on the Mac because a lot of the so-called you know experts would just say, "Well, you know, you should know how to do this already." Blah blah blah, and they wouldn't even tell her how to do it. Well, and yeah. and. You know what? A lot of lists do that a lot, especially email groups and, you know, the really audacious men and women just say, hey, you know, you should already know how to do this. We've covered this. Go check the archives. Well, we should talk about the difference between Mac and Windows, because here in the United States, like I know a lot of blind people and uh The ones, I I know a few that use Macs, right? And the ones mm-hmm. that I know who use Macs have really good computer skills that are very impressive, right? Right. But you go to these training centers that Volk Rehab pays for, and you cannot get training on Macs. And Macs are, as you know, they have voiceover in them, and they're pretty darn cool. I think, I think if a person learns how to use a Mac, it's far superior than these Windows computers. And yet, Volk Rehab insists on teaching us, having us taught on these Windows computers. And the bad thing about that is you have to be retrained all the time because of all the new updates and stuff. And and you have yeah. to put, you also have to program JAWS into the computer. The So you're putting, you're adding the JAWS software to the hardware that wasn't really designed to... to actually, actually, the... Actually, the difference between the Mac and Windows has actually decreased. Oh, has it, you think? Yeah, because Narrator has become a lot more adept. Oh, my God. At, I've Narrator at, in a long time. Yeah, Narrator <laughs> has become as good as voiceover. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, and plus, we have NVDA, which takes the place of JAWS if you can't afford JAWS. And then you've got JAWS and Dolphin and and other screen readers that kind of fit the bill. But uh, no, Narrator has become amazingly good. Well, that's awesome. And Narrator comes, I believe, built into all computers. I've never bought a computer that Yeah, with Windows, computer. yeah. So there yeah, you go, gentlemen. There's all this free stuff that you can go use. You really, if you're blind, you have no excuse to not get comfortable on the computer and do something with your life. That's right. As long as you learn how to use the computer, you can do a lot of jobs out there. Oh yeah, and if you and if you have the wherewithal to get Jaws 
For example, they have the yearly license now, which well, why you would can. You do jazz, though, because there's all the free things. But you're right. And I'll tell you, you know what? Free. I'll tell you because you can actually do OCR with JAWS. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And picture identification, which is what yeah. VoiceOver has built in. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know why Windows doesn't have that built in yet. I'm not sure why. Can but you uh, for our viewers, what OCR stands for? Sorry, it stands for optical character recognition. So if you have a letter in print format that the government sent you, for example, on paper, you can actually scan it and get it read by your OCR software. Sometimes it's uh, Adobe has uh, an OCR function, but I think it's very limited. Um, OCRs. Um, I'm sorry. Speaking of OCRs, have you used the KNFP Reader? Uh, no, I use their parent software, the Kurzweil 1000. Oh, really? Now, is that a big machine? Because I've always pictured it as a big machine. The Kurzweil, what did you say? Actually, the Kurzweil 1000 is a software package. Oh, it is? Yes. Cool. And you use that on your desktop or your phone or both? Uh, desktop. Okay. But they did make a phone version, which is the KNFB reader. Yeah, and I have the, well, actually, I think I deleted the KNFB reader off my phone. Yeah, it, I mean, I don't like, I like the voice, uh, the, um, oh, Christ, what is it called? Uh, voice Dream Reader Scanner. Uh -huh. Because I find it does a better job. It actually does a better job of scanning and reading. I don't use any scanning, any of these things. I I should get familiar with that voice dream reader, though, because I've heard a lot of good things about it. I'm so busy. Like, most of the time, I'm creating written material on my laptop. There's not much that I actually read these days. The stuff you mean you don't, are, are, you, don't get, you don't get printed mail? I do, but my sister looks at it. I have not But what if your sister's not there? <laughs> well, so... When she moves out, I'll have to figure something out. Um, yeah, so well, before, better to prepare now. In, I, before she moved in, I, I hated my mail, and I had stacks of mail. And I at the time, I was trying to figure out if there was a scanner I could figure out how to use easily, and I just never got one. Like, Sammy set me up with a scanner, but I've never used it. It's sitting here on my desk. It's I don't know if it's even compatible with my laptop anymore. So I don't let know me how ask to use you, it. Let me ask so you something. How long how ago did... How long ago did your sister move in? February of 2019. So just two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Really? And I hated my I hated my mail before that. Like I had mountains and mountains of mail. Gino can attest to it. I'm sure I think I remember he was probably around when when he saw it, right? I mean, I'm sure he saw it. So I think he was around when we found it. But yeah, because I I couldn't read my mail, so it was stacking up. And because I couldn't throw yeah. it away because it might be important, I had uh -huh. years worth of mail. Yeah. And because I, I mean, it. and and so then I then I got everything so that now I get digital statements on everything. Yeah. And I have I have stuff automatically deducted from my account and my cards and stuff. So sure. That's how I do my mail now, and I'm still getting all the paper crap. That, that and that's another thing I've talked about this in previous videos too. Like, so I signed up to go paperless, right? To get uh -huh. all the digital online stuff that my talking programs could read to me once I finally learned how to do that stuff and I joined the NFP. Uh -huh. So 
so that helped but then i still was getting all the paper mail and so i, I still get all this paper mail but i need to get a, a shredder to shred it yeah when i signed up to go paperless you would think they would stop sending you the paper mail right because i know yeah, yeah. originally they said oh we need to save the trees so everybody needs to go paperless yeah, yeah. No, I. We gave them no, all, I, we gave them our, our private contact information, and now they still kill the trees and make. The you know, it's funny because my bank asks us to go paperless, which I've done. Yep. Except they still send me this huge paper full of braille that I can't read. Yeah, I, yeah. I I still get my braille bank statements, and I get print bank statements, and I have, I have my own accounts. I my my children have accounts. I have non-business accounts. I don't get braille statements on all of them, but I still have right. braille statements on my main account, and I still have getting paper statements on all of them, and I can't read yeah. any of them. All yeah. of it, I do virtually. And like I said, when they when they said, "Hey, go paperless," well, why didn't they make us go paperless? Yeah, I mean, when I first went blind, I thank God for the assistive devices program up here, oh. because I would have known, I would never have known that some of this technology existed. To be able to be able to read the mail that I get every day, mm -hmm. to be able to scan it and 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 read it with Kurzweil, I was so impressed that you know I I started my tech company with my brother and well I didn't start it he started it but uh, yeah I mean I felt really comfortable doing that with him because I could do that for him Is your I could scan blind? the paper I'm sorry Is your brother blind? No, he's not. Okay. Yeah, well, but he started the company with my help, and we just started selling. You know, it's it's on my to-do list to find a scanner app that will work for me so I can, at some point, scan documents and read them. I just haven't had to in my life because, like I said, my sister does, checks the mail, and yeah. Gino works for me, so he reads all of the you know, whatever. So yeah. Well, like I said, voice dream reader scanner. Well, sorry, voice dream scanner rather is probably the best. Okay. It def I think it definitely is. Now, and can you take pictures of documents you're holding in your hand as well as things that you yes. have on your phone? Yes, you yep. Okay. Yes, you can. Cool. Yeah, It'll you can do that really and cool. take pictures of like if you take a screenshot of a Facebook post and it will read it to you. Because you know how you see a post on Facebook and it says this photo may may contain text. Yeah. No, yeah. No, I know. I don't know if it actually does that. I haven't actually tried. Um, because let's be honest, I have no patience for that bullshit. I just click on the next post. <laughs> and that's why I've never even tried most of these scanning apps because the last time I tried them, like yeah. must have been when they first came up, they were like I haven't tried a scanning app since I tried the KNFD reader, like like almost 10 years well when it first came out how long ago was that and uh years well, i haven't i haven't done any scanner app since then i've just chosen to not deal with it but if i can find a scanner app that's easy to use and actually works omg so great. were you were you disappointed by the knfb reader oh i was fiercely disappointed in fact i'm hoping i deleted off my phone i paid like 99 dollars for it and yeah it was hard to use right from the get-go, and so I didn't really use it very many times. And like I said, I think I finally deleted it off my phone. Well, you'll be happy to know that Voice Dream Scanner is peanuts compared to the KNFB reader. Oh, in price? Oh, God, yes. Well, I think it's sure under I, 20 bucks. I want to make sure I'm getting something that actually works. Like I said, the KNFB reader didn't work right. I mean, it was Right, hard. and this one actually fucking works for the price. Yes. Really? 
voice to I swear okay. to God, it reads everything I put in front of it. Okay. Well, I'm trusting you, Vic. <laughs> By all means, please yeah, do. Yeah, this woman here gave up on scanners. And it's frustrating me for years because all my blind friends, they're like scanning all this stuff and reading all this stuff. I'm like, how the heck do you guys do that? Yeah. Yeah, and I understand that. You know, I, 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 it's really hard when people take advantage of us because we're blind yeah. and don't have anywhere else to turn. I think it's disgusting. Yeah. You know, I mean, Voice Dream Scanner literally costs you just, uh, it literally costs you less than 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think it might be less than 15, but I'm not sure. Okay. Cool. And here, here it is doing a hell of a better job than KNFB Reader does by a long shot. Right. And I think I've no. also that Voice Dream Reader has different voices, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it I does. It's, I, I remember hearing a bunch of blind people, they're raving about the new voices on Voice Dream Reader. And mm -hmm. that's another thing. I don't, I very rarely, other. Other than audible, I don't mm -hmm. really care what the voice sounds like, right? I'm, I'm perfectly fine listening to what's it called, eloquence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh huh. The eloquence voice. I'm fine with that. But you know what? You know what? I was like you until I ran across a friend of mine who does fan fiction for the Harry Potter books. Okay. What did you learn from him? Not him, her. Or her. What did you learn from her? Yeah. And they've they write books based on the Harry Potter characters, and you know what? I just fell in love. And on top of everything, it's synthetic voice, and it sounds so realistic. Granted, some part you know some parts of it are you can tell it's synthetic voice, mm -hmm. but for the most part, it's hard to tell. It's hard to say that it's a synthetic voice. Okay. I mean, it's amazing. Well, it sounds good. So I encourage my viewers to check out Voice Dream Reader. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, Vic, have you done anything new lately? Uh, I'm sorry, define new. Like something that you've never done before as a blind person or as a person. Like went somewhere new, ate something new, met somebody new. Well, like I said, I, I met Victor Marquez and him and I have a lot in common. We come from the same background, same heritage. Good. I mean, he used to make his wine every fall. I mean, he used to grind peppers for uh, hot tomato, uh, hot pepper um, sauce. Rather, salsa. Well, no, not salsa. It's it's uh, we call it pimenta, and it's uh, and it's essentially hot peppers ground up and and minced, mm -hmm. and it becomes a paste that you can put in different foods. Oh, okay. And uh, and it's uh, you know my I grew up with that stuff, and so did he apparently, mm -hmm. and you know he he was the same. His parents used to bring home live uh live uh chickens and and ducks and and billy goats and lambs and kill them and slaughter them right in the backyard oh really? 
Oh, God, yeah. I mean, that's how I learned to not like anything living until it's actually in in front of me on a plate. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I mean, honestly, I didn't like lamb because one time I, I actually saw my parents killing a lamb in the backyard. And it's like, we just had that thing. It was so cute. It was eating off my hand and everything. And I can't that even. That was on my plate. Yeah, and that was my plate just doing nothing. <laughs> I grew up in a farming community, so I yeah. understand what you're talking about. Um, but, yeah. But there are livestock animals that, um, like cows and sheep and goats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched the pig slaughter at one point, and they just drained the pig's blood. And, and they, I mean, they kept the blood for whatever they were going to do with it. But... Have you ever watched a castration ceremony oh god yeah i don't know if ceremony is the right word yeah that's right that's a gelding you mean a, a castration i don't know if ceremony is the right word like have you ever seen them castrate bulls yes i was yeah yeah i have and and believe me i had sight at the time <laughs> so have you ever heard of you probably haven't heard of rocky mountain oysters Actually, I have. I think I have. You have it? Well, you're from Canada, so maybe you have, because it's big time big up in Montana where I'm from. Yeah. Uh -huh. Rocky Mountain Oysters. So have you had Rocky Mountain Oysters? I have not personally, no. Wow. Okay. But I've heard of them, yeah. Okay. Is that something you lived with? I never... Well, you can't live with Rocky Mountain Oysters. There are food that... No, no, I mean, I mean lived with eating. I mean, oh, I never ate Rocky Mountain oysters, but I knew plenty of people who did. Okay. Any particular reason you did? Because do you know what Rocky Mountain oysters are? I'm sorry? Are you familiar with what Rocky Mountain oysters are? Maybe do not. Know, do, you know, do you know what body of water Rocky Mountain oysters come from? No. Well, what bodies of water are in Montana? Honey, I have no idea. To me, Montana was just a place on a map. Okay, so listen. Rocky Mountain oysters are not oysters. Rocky Mountain oysters are cow balls. Oh, right. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, my. And I chose not to eat them. Thank you very much. <laughs> But you know what? There are but people I that do. People did eat them and people who like them. So Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, my wife was telling me how some of her Filipino clients actually eat fish heads. Uh, and it's like, how? There's no meat. Yeah. I can't understand how they eat fish heads. There's no meat in fish heads. I know. Like, yeah. Well, there <laughs> it's might like, be a brain in there. A okay. brain or a scalp, sure, but yeah, I don't understand some of these foods, man. I just don't. I can't imagine eating that shit. Yeah. Um. Is there anything else you want to talk about today, Vic, or should we wrap up the show? No, at this point, we should wrap up. I think. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today for this episode of Becca's World. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out, y'all. That's a wrap.
Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.